All right. Good evening. Good morning. Good afternoon. It it almost seems like I'm having a little bit of deja vu because I, I want to say last week we started with something somewhat similar. Anybody? Yeah. Well, with the story? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this guy. <laughs> I mean, I mean he, it's funny. Oh, no, that's is. because he pooped his pants. Okay, never yeah. mind. Here we go. All right. Headline on Gateway Abundant. Uh, Duchess of Cornwall on Biden farting at Climate Summit. Quote, long, loud, and impossible to ignore. Reminds me of that Cranberry song. Long. You, you didn't put enough emphasis on it. It's long. <laughs> it's loud. Uh, and it's impossible to ignore. Take two. Long, loud. It's impossible to ignore. The Duchess of Cornwall met President Joe Biden at a climate <clears throat> summit on Monday, but the emissions <laughs> the emissions <laughs> she was left talking about had little to do with the environment, according to a new report. According to a report in the Daily Mail, Biden and it's it, it I on one hand, you want to say it's not funny, but this is just hilarious. I'm, it, it is. According to a report in the Daily Mail, Biden passed gas while chatting with Camilla at the COP26 summit on Monday, and she can't stop talking about how gross it was. Quote, <clears throat> it was long and loud and impossible to ignore, the source said. Camilla hasn't stopped talking about it. The report says the president met the Duchess during a reception on Monday at the Kelvin Grove Art Gallery attended by Prince Charles, the Duke, and Duchess of Cambridge, and Boris Johnson. Just, just last week, Poopy Pants Biden trended on Twitter after reports that the president had a bathroom accident while meeting the Pope. We covered that last week, so I won't reread that treat. Biden also prompted lots of fart jokes during the 2020 election when he appeared to let one rip during a live conversation with Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf. Roll it, Reverso. Stop work on roads and bridges. So what does the human cost? Uh, one more time. Or stop work on roads and bridges. So what does the human cost? And so <laughs> for those that can't see, if you've never seen the video before, I do remember when this happened. Tom Wolf has a very uh, visible, it, it, it's, yeah, you can see his eyebrows raised. Yeah, like he's, he's, he's surprised. And it's all it's a delay because you know there's always a delay in those conversations. Yeah. And so it's like a it's like a one second and then his eyes his head kind of shifts and his eyebrows raise and his eyes get big. Well, he's, he's probably like, confused thinking so like somebody just happened. It's like in a prank, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Because that sounded very wet. And, yeah. Uh so yeah. And the thing is, like what you can't see. Now, you can see the upper half of Biden, but you can't see his diaper. That, that he's sitting in a diaper. Yeah, <laughs> you can't see his lower half. He's got no pants. Yeah, I would. I would bet money that. Well, the White House staff, like they don't even bother putting him in. Oh pants no, 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 no. That trashes him. That's still. I believe that's in his basement. Yeah, that's in his basement. That's when he was campaigning. Oh, this is hiding Biden. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's, that's basement Biden, and that's one of the reasons that I would assume they probably kept him in his basement, um, and not upstairs in the regular part of the house. <laughs> because they wanted to contain the smell of his. Uh, <clears throat> so this is nothing new. This has been no, going no, no. on for a while. Oh yeah, yeah. He's 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 been having little accidents. <laughs> he's been having a little. He's been having potty accidents for a while. Yeah, and like that, you know. I told you last week. Like this guy, he's old enough to know. He should know. You, like you are entirely way too old to trust a fart, man. You know. <laughs> You, you know what's coming. Well, here's like, the thing, though. Like, if, you're gonna, if you feel one that's coming like that, you got to sit on the toilet and fart, bud. <laughs> like, well, I think that his devices are so far gone, he doesn't even recognize what those those urges and feelings are anymore. He just doesn't know. But 
you know, between his butt being wiped, crapping himself, and this, and then the audible fart as well. So both of these, I mean, something something's going on. That's a fact. Yeah. There, there's there's no way this can happen uh, with this kind of regularity. And, yes, he is regular. <laughs> I mean. He needs no fiber in his yeah, diet. Yeah, they probably need to dial back on any fiber. Yeah. So if he's eating fiber one bars, you guys, I mean, yeah. I'm not a nutritionist, but I'm going to assume you need to probably cut those out. <laughs> yeah, maybe back off the wheat pan. All right. Um, so the CMAs happen this week, and nobody gives a crap. So, um, in other news that we do care about, White House still, and this is in relation to uh, the president's. And dude, that caller last week even made from China even made reference to. Joe Biden's inability to control his bowels. Yeah, yeah. And he even said they laugh all times. Yes, all all times, plural. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I really, and I wish, if we get the general back on the phone, I've got a few questions and stuff that I, I would like to have asked him, because i got to be honest, the general caught me off guard. <laughs> me he caught me off guard because I wanted to get the general's Recipe for chicken because I love the general's chicken. No, he's not. He wasn't General Chow, t- Sal. Sal. Yeah. Sal. Really? So. Tao? Well, I don't. Tao? I think the T is silent. So. Oh, is it? I don't know. Sal. Sal. <laughs> he's not Italian. Oh. Headline on Breitbart White House still unclear when Joe Biden will get a physical. The White House remains elusive about the timing of a physical exam for President Joe Biden as more Americans question his physical and mental health. The White House previously said last May <clears throat> Biden would get a physical before the end of the year. And in October, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said it would be, quote, soon. Biden will turn 79. My voice is not doing so hot. I'm getting over a cold. Biden will turn 79 on November 20th. Deputy Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre said t- Tuesday she had no update about an un- upcoming physical for the president. I don't have anything for you, she said, when asked by reporters for an update during the daily briefing. She also could not confirm that the physical would happen before the end of the year. That is going to happen, and once it does, we will be transparent about it. She said, yeah, I'm sure. She said, adding, we will make sure that this, to get this done and share it with all of you when it happens. That would never happen. Biden's last physical health checkup that included information shared with the public was in December 2019 when he was 77. Since becoming president, Biden has publicly demonstrated signs of fatigue and his political opponents continue questioning his cognitive and mental abilities. A recent Rasmussen poll showed that 58% of voters believe that Joe Biden is not physically and mentally up to the job of being president of the United States. After the president fell three three times on the stairs of Air Force One in March, the White House reassured Americans the president was just fine and doing 100%. In May, Saki also defended the president's physical health during the daily press briefing. I can tell you, having traveled with him a fair amount, sometimes he's hard to keep up with, she said. And and I'm sure, because they have a team to take care of accidents of various types. Yeah. And so... They, just Just by the nature of her saying this, that he's hard to keep up with, is the exact same reason you know that it won't be transparent if he actually does get a physical. You're already lying about it. And it doesn't take a... I mean, it, it doesn't take a genius, and it doesn't take really take much investigative work to go back and look at that guy, you know, two, three, four years ago 
and you can tell that he's, I mean, he's not lost a step. He's lost steps. Mm. Like, I mean, he's, he's in major league decline. Yeah. That he's, he, he's done for. And, um, there's one on gateway pundit. Um, and I'll save the headline and get into the body of it because the body is the headline. Former President Barack Obama accused retired Navy doctor and Texas Rep. Ronnie Jackson of betrayal for suggesting that President Joe Biden isn't mentally up for the job and should be forced to pass a cognitive test, the Republican has revealed. In a podcast with fellow Republican Jim Banks, Jackson said that just 20 minutes after he tweeted a note about Biden's recent mental flubs, the former president wrote him a scathing email. Quote, he just tore me up, said Jackson, who is the White House doctor for former presidents. George W. Bush, Obama, and Donald Trump. An entire page about how disappointed he was in me and how it's beneath me as a physician and beneath me as an officer in the military to be attacking Joe Biden like this. And it was a portrayal of the trust that he and his administration put in me, and he was so disappointed in me, and yada yada, said Jackson. And then Gateway Pundit's words, isn't it shocking how Obama and liberal leadership always want to lie and cover up the truth? Of course, Joe Biden doesn't have the mental capacity to run the nation. He's a puppet, and we all know it. Obama's lying to himself. Um, so yeah, that, um, but it, it would, it would have been okay. Obviously if when Donald Trump was in office, if, if said doctor would have said things that indicated that Donald Trump wasn't in good health. Yeah. And the thing is too, this guy, so that this is, he was a physician to, to three presidents and his opinion was sound. So what changed his, he didn't change as a person or as a physician or a military officer, Joe Biden's health is declining and the guy's being objective and you don't like objectivity because you guys are coercive liars. And in any, which I know this isn't earth shattering stuff we're covering here. Everybody knows that Joe Biden is, is a dunce. Well, not necessarily a dunce, but this dude's not going to make, I don't think he's going to make it to, to the midterm elections. I mean, they, they need him to, I I would assume, but I don't think is you, you've got a doctor on staff. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's not like this guy's – he's waiting in line. You know, he's he's queued up trying to get an appointment with the doctor yeah. like you or I would have to do to right. get a physical. I mean, I, I just got to find some time or something. Dude, you've got a doctor on your payroll. He's yeah. on staff. So maybe, you know, sometime after your nap, you know, get well-rested. You know, for your physical that's coming up, you know it's coming up. You can schedule it whatever day you want because the doctor's on staff. Right. I mean, and the thing is, too, man, I'm not trying to be crass, but – I mean, several times throughout the day, your pants are already going to be down. They're going to be cleaning you up. I mean, they can do a prostate check, boom, like that. Yeah, and I, get that that's a phenomenal out. point, too, yeah. because somebody that age, I mean, what is it? They 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 require, they require they want you to get a prostate exam, what, at like 40 or something now? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and yeah, I mean, he's 40 plus 40, so, yeah, it's... <laughs> no, he literally is. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, you you need to be getting that stuff regular, dude. Oh, yeah, I mean, the people demand it. You should be... Pro- well, never mind. Well, anyway. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Sorry, dude. I mean, sorry, Joe. But the thing is, like, why is it that I'm Obama's, just looking out for his best interests. Obama's sending these scathing emails and stuff because this doctor's saying what... Rasmussen said 58% of the population says that he's not up to it physically or mentally. So 50, you've got the majority of people saying that and then a healthcare provider also saying that. So why not just, why not just squash the whole thing? Take the physical squash the entire thing, you know, just beat this thing with flying colors and be done with it. If that's the truth. Yeah. That, that seems like the easiest method. It seems like it would be. And then nobody has to speculate about it anymore. They're probably waiting for a good day 
and yeah. the good day hadn't come yet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I know mm-hmm. that um my my wife had um an elderly family member that they would have to clean up after and stuff. And man, it, I, I know that, that some of the people that had to deal with it, like would get like supremely frustrated. Like, and so I'm sure they're, they're cussing Joe daily. Like, yeah, my, my damn it to hell. Had... You made another mess. You, you old bastard. You know what I mean? I've already told you when you feel like it's coming on. Yes. Just head to the bathroom. Well, the thing you is, you already know we put this potty here behind the desk for you to use. Don't get off of it unless you tell anybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that so they can follow you with a bag like a dog or a horse. It's just like is one that of those, rude? No, it's, it's not rude. It's He's, one of those hunting, like one of those that you take when you go hunting. It's like a toilet seat lid on a, on a five gallon bucket. Yeah, and it's just got like a bag down in it. <laughs> they gave him one of those to sit behind the desk. <laughs> they didn't even give him a good one. It's funny because it's true. You heard it here first. They have that. It's from Cabela's. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a camo one. It's in the Oval Office. It's just and the reason on, it is camo is because he's just a regular guy, man. Just a lid, though. It's like a blue Lowe's bucket or something. <laughs> or an orange Home Depot. Okay, what is next? Staying with the Biden family. And this is pretty disturbing. We briefly mentioned last week when we were on that phone call about Project Veritas's uh, some of their homes being raided over this um, diary, Joe Biden's daughter's diary. And so I'll just uh, read this one. Which, did you did you watch the interview? I think Hannity had him on. Had who on? Um, James O'Keefe and his lawyer. I, I read some of the excerpts. I did not watch okay. the video. Yeah, they which they spoke a little bit about it, and you may be about to go into it, but they spoke a little bit about the diary. And how they I thought you were going to say they spoke about the diarrhea, but we already covered that. Hey, that's sorry. Anyway, it was explosive. But they spoke about the diary, um, and the source that they got it from, and they never could really confirm that it was, uh, it was the real deal. Yeah, what? So they ended up turning that thing in. They ended up turning it over to law enforcement like a year prior. Mm-hmm. So nobody was really sure why it was here. You know, a year later. The the FBI is kicking indoors and and raiding places and you know his home and I think because some they, other people there they pretty much just authenticated it yeah I mean you know so so yeah. that says that it's actually authentic and it's real it did belong to her and they're doing it because they've weaponized the Department of Justice the FBI like he he can just tell them who to go after if you question their disgusting family and dude their family the. Like I've said so many times, the Biden name is synonymous with absolute corruption and drug addiction, and and sexual misconduct. It's they're they're disgusting people. Um, so yeah, this is Candace Owens' take on it. This is on BizPack Review. <clears throat> Conservative firebrand Candace Owens said the quiet part out loud on Twitter concerning allegations of incest within the Biden family, pointing out that Ashley Biden is reportedly the second person involved in such rumors. The response from Owens came after Rep. Lauren Bobert tweeted, quote, so if the FBI raided someone's house over Ashley Biden's diary being stolen, that means Ashley Biden's diary and the accusations in it were real. Are there any real journalists willing to ask Joe about it? 
Owens replied. More importantly, Ashley Biden is the second person in the Biden family that has made incestuous sexual allegations. Do not forget about Hunter's laptop and the text messages about his niece. These are accounts directly from the Biden family, not conspiracies. Neither allegation has been verified. What is a fact is that the FBI just raided two Project Veritas reporters' homes in New York over Ashley Biden's missing diary, which is alleged to contain sexual recounts of her childhood. The story was leaked within the hour to the New York Times. The second person in the Biden family to be caught up in the whispers of incest is Hunter Biden's teenage niece, who was said to have been seen topless in photos with her uncle, Hollywood LA News reported. The photos were allegedly found on Hunter, Hunter Biden's infamous laptop. And so, let me get to some of the actual quotations from the diary. It should be noted that although many people out there are claiming the FBI raid on Project Veritas' employees' homes proved that, proves the salacious details of Ashley Biden's diary are true, there is no verifiable, verifiable proof of that as of yet. The National File is claiming that it published the entirety of Ashley Biden's diary last year. They have claimed to have found the diary in a room that Biden's daughter had stayed in, but authorities are re- asserting it was stolen. The media outlet claims the diary reveals that Ashley Biden had inappropriate showers with her father, Joe Biden. Quote, entries in the diary include the author revealing she believes she was sexually molested as a child and shared probably not appropriate showers with her father, some that detail the author's struggle with drug abuse and the author's crumbling marriage with multiple affairs, along with entries showing the family's fears of a potential scandal due to her brother's new home and those that show a deep resentment for her father due to his money, control, and emotional manipulation, the National File reported. It is unknown why Project Veritas was raided and not the National File. That's pretty easy to figure out, especially since Project Veritas reported that they had turned over all their information to authorities and had never published any of the unverified diary. Ashley Biden is now trending on social media. And so it's kind of the same as what we just talked about in the, in the last story. How, how much of this has to come out for to be able to to um, surmise w- with at least more of a degree of certainty than not that this is this is probably probably accurate. I mean, given given the track record, so you've had accounts in the past of the Secret Service supposedly when when he was VP of one, I think punching him because he was he was skinny dipping in front of female like making inappropriate passes at female Secret Service agents bathing or rather swimming naked in front of Secret. Secret Service agents, um, the sniffing, the touching, um, the accusations that uh, from women that he he did that he digitally penetrated them, um, and to to the things that his son has done, and now you so you've had not one but at least two children that are addicted to narcotics, and that <clears throat> this guy got eighty one million votes by the way too most popular president in history. But dude, this his track record is just it's just awful. And again, same as before, this isn't earth shattering stuff. But a lot of people <clears throat> that that I run into haven't haven't seen this. And I guess a lot of the news outlets were afraid to run with it and touch on it just because it was unverifiable. But dude, the fact that they came and got that and said that her her diary was stolen, I mean, I would, in my opinion, that that proves that it's most likely authentic. Does it not? Yeah, it sure seems like it does. So, dude, these are just disgusting people. And so, back to what I was saying before, I don't see how this guy survives, uh, literally or figuratively speaking. Like, his political career is done. The poll numbers are just horrific. And so, 
I, and I didn't really have like, I, I, this is kind of an off week for me. So I didn't have a, a complete theme for this show today. So we're kind of just rolling with the punches this evening, but we can use that opportunity to roll into some of Kamala Harris's blunders from this week because her numbers, believe it or not, are even lower than his. Yeah. And that's just, and there, in my opinion, there's still some skewing to these polls. I don't think their approval ratings is as bad as they are. I don't think they're accurate. I think they're, they're much, much worse. So I don't see how they survive and I don't see what the Democrats long game is. I don't, I don't see what their, their four year outlook looks like. Who would you guys even run in 2024? Yeah, I'm not sure either. What what would be – who would you try and put at the helm of this to, to recover this? I mean, it it seems impossible at this point. I don't, I don't know what kind of – because, in my opinion, it can't be Joe or Kamala. Those are two of the most unliked, no, but, unliked but, and unpopular people. I mean, Kamala got – I mean, she was horrible when she was running the primaries. But look at look at the field that they had. You had Booty Wrench, Kamala, Andrew Yang. Bloomberg was in there, was he not? Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, none of these people are viable. Uh, Bernie Sanders, which that, that they'll never let that happen. Um, dude, the only thing I could even remotely fathom of the people that that we would be familiar with that that are at that level that they would potentially run would be Stacey Abrams, Michelle Obama, Booty Ranch, any of them three. And I don't, I, none of them are going to fare well. Yeah, or AOC, somebody from the squad or something. They'll, they'll, mean, get, they'll get demolished. <clears throat> they'll absolutely get demolished. So when you talk about the squad, dude, you're looking at very um, specific electorate and concentrated pockets. There's no way they survive a national, not even close. AOC couldn't. I mean, she would get absolutely demolished on a national stage like that. Um, any of them? What's Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib? They're all they're clowns. Those they're they're jokes, and they have a severe, very very severe lack of of actual tangible experience as well. So there, you can count them out. I don't know who they have, and I don't. And so I, I've been listening to like I, I, we talked about it earlier today. I've been listening to local talk radio, and it's something that I've talked about before that a lot of your localized talk radio seems to be, and by my estimation, the propaganda wing of the establishment right. You know, the long-term good old boys that have been around forever. And I keep hearing through those channels that Trump doesn't need to run in 2024 um, for a lot of different reasons. But one of the primary reasons, which is fake, um, is that it'll give the Democrats something to attack. And I could, I dude, I could break this down on on so many levels i kind of uh blew my wad talking about it earlier <laughs> earlier before before we were recording but even if trump if there was viable attacks on trump who do you run like after they get done with the with with what they're doing up until 2022 they're they're going to get decimated i still don't even see so by the time november of 2022 rolls around so a year from now the damage between his election in 20, November of 2022 is going to be so severe. I don't see how they recover between then and 2024. I think Trump's only going to gain steam then through, throughout the, that following two years. But I think one of the things that these, these people that lean right that keep talking this nonsense about Trump not running in 2024 are completely disconnected from the new people involved that are still energized about Trump, that believe the election was stolen, 
those people aren't going to line up. And so I heard them pushing today, Marco Rubio, um, Kentucky Rand Paul, um, and Ted Cruz. None of those guys can beat Trump. Yeah. And, and dude, no, no, there. Which we've seen Ted Cruz before um, on the stage in debates, things like that. Like, we've seen that guy. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't mind Ted Cruz. I'm not opposed to it, but there's a reason that that guy failed before. Um, and there's a reason he'll get taken to task again. Um, Rand Paul, I mean, that, that guy's done some things as far as. Um, but but as far like as he he's made some waves and stuff, but I mean he's not a he, he's not a fresh new face either. No, uh, the only guy that they mentioned because you and I were listening to the same radio show was uh, Ron DeSantis, and that would be the only real viable option that I could think of. Do you think he'll run? I'm honestly I think that the 2024 ticket would look something like Trump and DeSantis as a VP. Which would, and I, which would absolutely be unstoppable. I think so. And then, honestly, I mean, it, because I don't know that there's any way that they lose. If it's a legitimate election, I I think 2024, you could pretty much put that in a bag. Do you think and the proper measures are in place to prevent the cheating no. again? I, no. no. And that's why 2022 is so important um, that you get a lot of these – Democrats and and things like that and rhinos and whatnot out and you get those people ousted in 2022. So how does that happen? I mean, obviously, I mean, it's just important for people to get out and vote like you have to and not just a vote, but things that we've talked about before people going and, and volunteering to be poll watchers and things like that, doing something to be active in your community because I mean that's your it's your community. You're the one that's going to be living there, and you're the one that's responsible for it. So, so what are some of the common <laughs> things to watch for if these people do decide to go out that have never done anything like this? So if they say, "Okay, I'm going to go out and be a poll watcher," what are some of the things that they need to be watching for? Oh, they'll, they'll they they brief you on all that, and they'll give you a, a rundown of all those things. But one of the things that that was occurring in 2020 that was so bad is. And the the bigger areas where it was happening, um, they they were treating the Republicans differently. So any small thing they could misconstrue into, of course, racism or any other reason. Um, and and the COVID obviously was another big thing as far as six feet, six feet. I need to examine what you're doing six feet. So um, I would say primarily ensuring that those those COVID rules that are illegal aren't applicable because you have to be able to examine what people are doing if, if there's a question you're going to call call something in the question you have to physically examine it you, uh, okay six foot rule you put that over here i'll meet you and you, you leave it i'll come to it we have this this has a stop and there so there are simple solutions of course those people didn't want solutions they were cheating and so and the bad thing is and it, so T- tcf center in detroit where some of that was occurring the bad thing about that is law enforcement was basically siding with the Democrats and in physically ejecting Republican poll watchers. And so that was when you saw them covering up the windows. And that's one of the things that, that a lot of people don't like, like to talk about because I, I've, I've noticed uh, gateway pundit has changed the, um, the host for their, their comment section. And it's just full of paid trolls. And so 
you know, they're pretty much silent when, when people talk about some of those specific examples. They don't have anything to say because everybody know, knows that that happened because there's no good reason whatsoever at all for anybody to cover up windows during an election cycle. Like when you're talking about when, uh, you know, Democrats are talking about election integrity law, you know, being, being racist and uh, voter suppression that they refer it to. So you tell me what, what realistically looks more like voter suppression and, uh, corruption when you're covering up the windows after you've kicked out poll watchers. When in Atlanta you've kicked out poll watchers and the media, and you're pulling out boxes underneath tables that nobody knew were there, and then counting them multiple times. That happened, and so it doesn't matter. Like but, you know, because time went on, and it, it it didn't get the result that people wanted, and the attention that people wanted. It didn't get that for a reason. They because they didn't cheat. They didn't go through all that to go back and examine the cheating that they did, and unfortunately especially in in Georgia their governor stinks Tom Wolf who we saw you know with with uh, Joe Biden farting earlier Tom Wolf had made comments prior to the 2020 election as well as the attorney general in Pennsylvania that Trump would never win there so they, they were poised ready and do they use covid is, is the perfect storm so that that's that's going to be something to make sure that those, those parameters that are completely irrelevant aren't in place uh, where no matter where you are in 2022 you you can't fall for this covid bs anymore and so we've we've got another year and so will will anthony fauci still be around recommending these nonsensical bs rules in 2022 that that's a that's more i mean that's a quite that's a legitimate question if you ask me um i think that's going to be one of the more determining factors and i think that's one that, and just thinking out loud that's potentially why you see them fighting at every level school boards included to keep these measures in place for 2022, to still to keep pretending that these things are a requirement and that they're necessary for things that they're going to do in 2022. That's that's my opinion. So I had mentioned Kamala, and there was two videos of Kamala. How do you pronounce it, Rex? I, the way I pronounce it is irrelevant. It's just the way that she pronounces it, and she's been videoed pronouncing it. Kamala, Kamala, Kamala. I, like, I, dude, it doesn't matter. Like, she, she pronounces it. She, she changes with her environment. Like... Whoever she's in front of. Oh, yeah. We got evidence of that right here. Yeah. I call her pretty much the nastiest word in the English language that I know of, and I won't say it on here, but if, <laughs> I, was, I, I never use that word. But. Does, it, does it rhyme with the baseball term, bunt? <laughs> yeah. Oh, does it? <laughs> yes. I will be. Yeah. But, so I, I don't use that lightly. That's how much disdain I have for her. Um, I don't know that I've ever called anybody that. Actually, I, I think I called an ex-girlfriend that one time. I did. I'm sure she appreciated it. Yeah, her dad didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but but I told him to get back on the porch, so. <laughs> did he? He did. He did. Or, yeah. Get back in the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen here, drunkie. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, you go where the Paps Blue Ribbon's at. Yeah, yeah listen. I'm not drunk. <laughs> I, I ain't your wife, dude. You ain't going to beat on me. <laughs> so anyway. Hang on, let's let's keep talking about this. So what happened next? Yeah. Uh, what did this dude do? Did he get on the porch? He did. Is he still sitting there? No, he's he's passed. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's he's not around no yeah, more. His, his liver gave out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Come uh, on, man. <laughs> uh, wee. So this is. Kamala Harris's phenomenal French accent, dude. Uh, dude. Can anybody here speak French besides me? Parlez-vous français? Is that all you got? Oui. <laughs> <laughs> can, we, can we get like a paragraph? That's all I got. 
<laughs> Damn it. Well, she puts you to shame then. Roll it. Not sound. With the plan. Uppercase T, uppercase P. The plan. And then the environment is such that we're expected to defend the plan. Even when the first time we roll it out, there may be some glitches and it's time to reevaluate and then do it again. The plan. So, and they're just nodding their heads and they're doing what I always say. Yeah. Uh-huh. Of course, they don't sound like Asian people, but the mentality is still the same. Okay. Yes. Mm. This woman's stupid. <laughs> like, yeah. They're just thinking, what an idiot. Like, Do you think that, do they actually speak English, you think? Uh, it's... Who cares? It's I mean, are they just sitting there rattling their bean like, what in the world is she talking about? You I, know, think just they, I think that they know. I think it's pretty much universal. Even if aliens came down and landed and she tried to talk to them, they would know that she was a pretentious idiot, condescending moron that slept yeah. her way to where she's at. I think that's all pretty much evident <laughs> by her behavior. Like, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. like that, look, that's not me being malicious and calling her nasty names. Anybody that doesn't believe me, just simply Google search or whatever, one of the other ones, it's not them. Duck, duck, go. Um, <clears throat> Willie Brown, Kamala Harris. Like, dude, she literally had an affair to to get to where she's at. So, yeah. So she, she, is she married now? Yes. Okay, because I didn't notice a wedding ring in that video. When she was speaking with her hands just then? Yeah. She was doing all of that, like, talking really loud. Yeah. Yeah. And and then speaking with her hands like it was going to help them understand what it was that she was saying. Yeah, her hand talking will definitely break down a language barrier. Yeah, and, and I mean, I know that a lot of guys don't. I'll, I'll wear a wedding ring, but I know a lot of guys don't wear wedding rings for some reason. But Reverso, do you have a ring on? You almost always He does. See, so listeners, he does. You almost yeah. always see women with wedding rings on. Yeah. She didn't have one on. That's interesting. You think it's because she's a man? Or maybe she's just got some big man hands. Yeah. I, you know. Well, here she is. Now, this this is some important stuff, and I want our listeners to understand how absolutely important this is. And I'm going to make you determine that, or rather I'm going to help you comprehend that by telling you it's important. This is important. So this is good. <laughs> I'm going to preface it with this is very important. Oh, dude, these things are, I mean, just supremely important. So this is what the Vice President of the United States of America thought that it was um, relevant to interrupt. Kamala Harris interrupts a NASA presentation to ask if NASA can, quote, measure trees as part of environmental justice. It's a racial issue, so let's have a listen to this. Climate adaptation strategies. Can you measure um, trees? Part of that data that you're referring to in EJ is environmental justice. But you can also track by race their averages in terms of the number of trees in the neighborhood where people so if you couldn't um, ascertain what she was saying, can you measure trees with that, with that software So based on race to know how many trees are in a neighborhood where people live? Because that is realistic. Because the disparity of trees is racist. It's almost the equivalent to having a fatherless home. Yes. If you grew up in a neighborhood without a red oak... <laughs> you could live a life of crime. What or an elm. I wonder if the type of tree has any effect on Maybe this. Maybe it is. Because I mean, dude, Maybe. and you stupid son of a you are the people talking about science. That this is science. Are you kidding me right now? This is science. Because that is it oxygen deprivation that has this negative effect because of the lack of trees? Is it their emotional state? What is it? I would love to know Camilla Harris's 
take on the scientific reasoning behind race disparities based on the amount of trees in the neighborhood. Dude, you, she would probably say there's too many white oaks in. in <laughs> I do. do shh. I need one of saying, those sound pads. Is she just saying that trees won't grow in black neighborhoods? Dude, who knows? Like, I, I don't. This like, is. I'm. I'm asking an honest question. I mean, if the only difference is I'm not. I'm not interrupting a NASA presentation to do it. Yeah. Well, it's environment, and she said herself, environmental justice, whatever the whatever that means, whatever the that means. But they've kind of diminished the term with science and stuff now because everything is science. I mean, it's it's almost like everything is racist. And in the new Build Back Better plan, like everything is infrastructure. Like you, yeah. you guys have diminished the term science. Like science used to actually mean something. It was the study of something, and now it's what racist trees. Well, that's that's the- that's not science. That's not something tangible that you can put your hands on and and draw some kind of conclusion and have some kind of detailed hypothesis about like that's ridiculous let's, let's try to keep the words four syllables or less okay hypothesis okay my bad. you're welcome okay sorry my bad i tried to be cute and got laid down he counted the syllables out on his fingers <laughs> i'm smart all four of them i'm smart <laughs> that's probably not acceptable so th- okay that is the perfect segue into everybody's favorite future first husband or no, wait. <laughs> the first no, husband. No, his 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 uh Are mate. you talking about Michael Obama? <laughs> no, I so no, no, wrong again. Rex freaking got me twice in two seconds. <laughs> Reverso, I, I I do. Uh we had to take a short break. Sorry about that, but so there were some technical difficulties, but Reverso made the comment that I want I want to be the first husband, and that is true, but I want him to be the president at that time. <laughs> What do you think, babe? I'm good. What do you, no, 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 stop. What do you think, babe? I think I'm good. See, the, the, you know what? There's two reversos. That, it's just like Hillary Clinton. He's got a public and a private opinion. So that's okay. So here we go. This is, uh, you want to roll with this one, Rex? Oh, yeah. This is Pete um, Boudier. Pete <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So the, the I'm, I'm going to do it air quotes. You can't see it, but I'm doing it. Transportation. Secretary, uh, going on about how roads are racist. Oh yeah, they are. I've always known and it, this, and that's the thing. Like it, we just got through talking about everything is racism now. Yes, and this guy just like case in point. Here it is. As to where we target those those dollars, you know, I, I'm still surprised that some people were surprised when I pointed to the fact that uh, if a highway was built for the purpose of div- dividing a white and a black neighborhood or if an underpass was constructed such that a bus carrying mostly black and Puerto Rican kids uh, to a beach, or there would have been, uh, in New York was, was designed uh, too low for it to pass by, that that obviously reflects racism that went into those design choices. Um, I don't think we have anything to lose by confronting that simple reality. And I think we have everything to gain by acknowledging it and then dealing with it, which is why the reconnecting communities, that billion dollars, is something we want to get to work right away uh, uh, putting to work so uh, i'm sorry this I, is, I feel dumber yeah it's so much dumber well the thing is you got to keep in mind the, the where we're getting the the source of this information like this is an idiot that was in a hospital bed with another man <laughs> with kids that is chest feeding a child with a a, a 
bottle thing, nipple weird attachment. <laughs> Apparatus like, yeah, appendage. Like, so this guy's a complete idiot. He's a buffoon. Um, so th- th- this is the source of the information. And this guy, the first words out of his mouth is, I'm surprised that you were surprised. Like, what? <laughs> I, I, You're surprised that let's, nobody let's, else drew the same conclusion that you did because apparently there was a lot of thought that went into this bridge or this overpass. It was like, hey, this is carrying mostly black, brown, Puerto Rican, whatever. Let's build this a little bit lower <laughs> so that they can't get through. Here's there's the thing, Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> we, we can do this all day because I'm surprised that you're surprised that I'm surprised. <laughs> How long do you want to do this? We can do this all day. Because it, it can, from there, it can be that you're surprised and I'm surprised that you're surprised and I'm surprised. And from there, I'm going to be surprised that you're surprised and I'm surprised that you're surprised and I'm surprised. And then I mean, from there, yeah. you know what I'm saying? This, this, this right here will never end because you're a moron, dude. What an idiot. And here's, here's the thing. You can't say, I guess you can, but not accurately, the fact that they were built that... Well, surprised by the fact that none of that was factual, you idiot. That was not factual at all. And so mostly black and Puerto Ricans, really. So when those were designed, the majority of the population, and I don't know, I'm just asking, was black and Puerto Rican in the 40s and 50s and some, even in some instances the 30s when, when the roads, because you're talking about New York. True or false, you said New York. There was no Irish, no Italians at the time that was designed, like, and again, I don't know. Maybe, no, maybe I'm just a, thinking. there was a black neighborhood, there was a white neighborhood, and they built a road right between them to keep, just just to separate them. The people could not cross the road. And I'm surprised that you were surprised to even find this out. <laughs> I'm this surprised a, that you're surprised, and I'm surprised. But here's the thing: the people couldn't they couldn't cross the road. Nope, that's weird. It's a barrier. Is it the L train? I'm, I don't understand what's happening here. I, so just, are buses the same size today as they were then? I don't know. Maybe are you they, insinuating that they were too poor to buy a car to drive under said maybe, low bridge? Like, no, maybe back then they drove like those British double-decker buses, and they were like... And yeah, all the white people had uh, MG midgets. Mm-hmm. So they could... Zoom, oh, they could zip over to the beach. With the top down. <laughs> top down, straight to the beach, double-decker bus, not going to make it. Take the whole top off. I guarantee you this dude's been to the beach a couple times in one of those 1980s Cabriolet convertible Volkswagens. Does anybody have objections to listening to this clip one more time? I'd love to hear it. All right, let's roll it. Target those those dollars. You know, I, I'm still surprised that some people were surprised when I pointed to the fact that uh, if – a highway was built for the purpose of di- dividing a white and a black neighborhood. He paused it now. Or <laughs> the, the the highway was not designed with the per like that. Think about the, the the latent absolute stupidity of that statement and the smirk on his face. A highway is designed for vehicles to drive drive on. No, not as a barrier. That's what fences and barriers are for. No, these that, highways that were constructed in New York, they're basically the Berlin Wall. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's true. The fact that a highway was constructed as a barrier, if and that's the problem. See, this is why you you suck at it. You're a transportation secretary and you think highways are barriers. You're a freaking moron. Let's hit it. If an underpass was constructed such that a bus carrying mostly black and Puerto Rican kids uh, to Can a you beach, pause it again? Would have been. <laughs> <laughs> so they knew 
they knew that buses full of black and Puerto Rican kids, like, they're going to try to cross right here. They're going to do it. Build it lower. <laughs> like, <laughs> makes total sense. I'm just like, amazed how forward-thinking, like the foresight that went into this, that these people knew. Like, they were thinking so far ahead of time. It's it's amazing. Oh, Because, yeah. I mean, I can't think beyond, you know, here in the next 10 minutes. But these guys, when they were building, I mean, when they were constructing these roads, when they were drawing up the plans, they were like, look, there's going to be buses. <laughs> and they're going to contain black and Puerto Rican kids. Yes, the kids especially, because they they, they were really fixated on the kids, too. They yeah. did not want the kids going to the beach and having fun. They didn't want to be around. They were even, like, they even had the foresight enough to think the dimensions of the bus that would travel on these roads. Mm-hmm. How tall are these buses going to be? So they also didn't want trucks going through there either. Mm-mm. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. That I agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm surprised that you disagree. I'm, I'm surprised that you're surprised that I disagree. I'm I think it's kind of surprised that you're surprised, I'm, I'm and baffled. I'm surprised that I'm, you disagree. I'm baffled by the engineers that put all this in place. Oh, these guys, dude. They're I. I I guarantee you they're the same ones that built the Saturn V rocket. Is it any surprise that somebody that was laid up in bed with another man (laughs) while there's container ships sitting off the coast, all off of our West Coast, like hundreds of ships? Not important. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is it any surprise that that guy, the guy that did absolutely nothing about all of that, that was absent for months, (laughs) is it a surprise that this guy thinks that... That roads and highways are barriers and that they're racist? Well, I'm I mean, saying, are, are yeah, we I mean, no, I'm not surprised. Wait, I am because he said I am. But <laughs> look at his, his dude. He's so happy. He's just such a happy little queer at his job. Like, hey, look, I can see. Like, That's my, because he just had twins, naturally. Yeah, naturally. <laughs> I, I'm allowed to say queer. I can say that. Like, the LGBTQ, the Q is for queer. Yeah. He's a happy little queer. That's why they call him gay, I guess. He's happy lying his stupid ass. Wait, he probably believes that, though, to be fair. Right? He's, he's, he, listen, you've already said it. This guy's... Nobody's confusing him with Albert Einstein. This dude's an idiot. Well, then let's not kid, let's not kid ourselves either with why this guy is the quote-unquote transportation secretary. Like, you, you didn't get that job because you were the best for the job. You got it because of your sexual orientation. Like you, you got it because you're a homosexual. Yes. You got it because you checked a diversity box, and we need to look inclusive. And yeah. so here's you a job that you can, you know, be absent for most of the time, and then screw up the rest of the time while you're here. Th- this guy is a fan favorite. Like, dude, nobody ever complains that we talk about him. <laughs> so go ahead, let's finish this out for the second time. Like, we need two rounds of this guy. Uh, in New York, was was designed uh, too low for it to pass by. But that obviously reflects racism that went into. Can you pause days. that again? <laughs> by the way, buses don't pass by underpasses; they drive they under them. Pass. Hence, the reason it's called an underpass. Pass under them for sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But he does. He did the same, like the hand talking. Like people didn't know that an, an underpass went under 
And then he, he made like the margins between his hands really small so that you could like really tell that it was a well yeah and, they're, and, they're 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 short guys believe me and I had to be honest when he did that like I felt the pain that the black <laughs> and Puerto Rican kids felt when they were riding the bus the bus arrived at said under oh, look we got to turn around and take you back home there's no other way to get to the beach oh. because these holes built is <laughs> too damn low we can't get by hey bus stops here guys and and I would be willing to bet there were probably some signs that said some disparaging uh, racial slurs turn around racial slur you know what I'm saying yeah. like because they were just such hate filled bigoted people that built those underpasses and overpasses too so I wonder if they could just build some uh, short bridges and some highways down at the southern border and solve the problem <laughs> easy breezy dude <laughs> get it get the, get the bike done <laughs> It is. Um, I don't think we have anything to lose by confronting that simple reality. And I think we have everything to gain by acknowledging it and then dealing with it, which is why the reconnecting communities, that billion dollars, is something we want to get to work right away. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, put A billion dollars right away to fix this problem God, that nobody boy. ever knew. You know what? Take my tax dollars. Yeah. Please. Definitely, man. It seems like you guys are definitely not squandering it. Well, yeah. Knock that bridge down. Jack that bitch up a little bit. <laughs> freaking rebuild. You know what I'm saying, dude? Put some spacers under there, dude. So, yeah. But make, measure the damn bus first, okay? Whatever you got to do, make it happen. I'm not yeah. an engineer. I don't have the foresight. I can't do this stuff. And dude. in fact, that, that's probably one of the Would reasons. Would it be cheaper to buy shorter buses or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just when you get there, let the tire, let the air out of the tires, roll that thing up onto there. <laughs> Here's an idea. And then air the tires back up on the other side of the underpass. Send a limo to go get the, the kids. Now that is something I haven't thought of. Yeah, dude. And then, or these listen, kids need to be treated. In, I mean, they gotta have the luxury, dude. Rednecks like us, bring bring a tractor for the hayride. Bring the big trailer thing with all the seats uh, in it. That's racist. Why? I don't know. I just want to say it. Everybody else does. Yeah, it's probably. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Because <laughs> it's a. F uh, whatever. Uh, well, anyway. Cracker. Maybe we need that. On <laughs> Maybe we. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. It's what my wife calls me. <laughs> That's not nice. Cracker. What's next? I like it. I like the way he's talking to you, Chip. So up next is uh, it's a little clip from Ed, everybody probably knows the uh, Kyle Rittenhouse by now. That's a that's a household name from the Kenosha riots uh, in Kenosha, Wisconsin last year during all the the BLM stuff. And uh, so this guy ended up shooting. I think he shot and killed three people, and he maimed one. Mm -hmm. um, so they're having his trial this week. And I believe they're having it in Kenosha. Yes. So, which to me would be, that'd be so hard to get a fair trial. Uh, and I think this is in the, I don't know that there's actually a jury present at this stage. I think they're working to see if it's even worth putting in front of a jury. Oh, no, no, no. This, this trial, it's, I mean, no, it's full-fledged. So, the closing arguments will be, I think, Monday. Okay. Yeah, so they, they uh, the defense just rested their case uh, today. So, no, it's, I mean, it's it's a trial. Which there's, it, there's... Um, like the judge was pushing for a mistrial because some of the misconduct of the prosecutor was yeah. just acting like a, an absolute buffoon. Well, which the yeah, the prosecutor. I mean, he he brought up uh, a lot of the uh, he, well, basically he said the the silence 
the the whole the Miranda rights. You're you know yes. you have the right to remain silent, and he brought that into question, and the judge was. Yeah, he kind of yeah he kind of yeah, watched that the, live. I, I I paid close attention to that this week. Yeah, so he scolded the prosecutor on that. You know, as basically like this is, I believe he says like this is first day law school stuff. Yeah. So this dude, this right here is a clip. It's uh the prosecutor doing like a cross examination of a of an eyewitness that they had met with previously. And so this guy's sitting on the witness stand right here, and the prosecutor is going to ask him some questions. And like this, it's yeah, this is a mic drop moment. It's beautiful. All right, Mr. De Bruin, you said there was a lot of tension in the room when you met with me and Mr. Binger and Ms. Beasy. Yes. Is it fair to say that you were very nervous? Yeah, absolutely. And we did have you read over your statement, right? Correct. And we asked if you knew anything beyond that statement. Correct. We didn't ask you to change it. You, yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Whoopsie. Yeah, well, that was like their, their one of their main witnesses they were depending on to make this case against him. Yes. Uh, that. Uh, so you didn't ask us. <laughs> we didn't ask you to change it. Yes, you did. Yeah, they, they so, uh, do. They, they just. It, they're bungling, dude. But the thing is, like, if what is so wrong with having the truth? What what's so wrong with just having the truth come out in all of this? Like, the, obviously, there's video, and most of the people out there have have seen it. And this guy was, I mean, my personal opinion, he's acting in self defense. And I mean, which a kid that age should he have been out there to begin with? Like, if if there's a riot two towns over, am I gonna go? Eh. Probably not. Like the the caliber of people that you're already dealing with, and the caliber of people that we we've seen from uh, like the Rosenbaum guy. That guy's like he's a, a convicted child rapist. Yeah. So and like the the people that were killed, like these are felons. These aren't. These well, aren't yeah. Really, um, you're, you're not dealing with good people that are riding and burning down towns. So they're they're going to be of questionable morals anyway. So yeah, well, so and and I talked to my brother who's who's been on the show before. He's uh, been in law enforcement. I mean, his entire career has been in law enforcement, um, and uh, he's been in investigations. He's a captain at his PD. Um, and but all that aside, you know, the basic precept of of what this trial is was you know they're they're accusing Kyle Rittenhouse of murder, and so um, and that's one of the things that is so frustrating is you can't. Um, it's inadmissible. The the um, the the criminal history of the the people that were shot is not. It's really not relevant to to this particular case because the jury is just trying to determine by law did he act in self defense or was that murder, um, and so you can't even use that for for context of their behavior patterns um, because you're looking at this singular instance in time. Was it self defense or murder? And so that that, that I guess to some degree that is frustrating. But um, and I I agree. If that was my son wanting to go participate in that, no, absolutely not. Like, um, and when you watch some of the video footage from um, from that location on that night, it's just it's a, a it's a really I don't want to say chaotic. I think that you know probably a theater war is 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 chaotic, but this just seemed like a a very disorganized 
group of morons. It was just outright stupidity. And so you you mentioned Rosenbaum, and from so and and I'd watched this a lot when when the video footage was first coming out from these shootings and stuff. Everything was widely available on the internet. So this was last year, um, and even now with the benefit of seeing the stuff laid out uh, in court. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, because um, I, I remember, and I think I've, I've got video of it, we could pull. But the Rosenbaum guy, uh, which now all, all three were criminals. Um, the, the um, I believe the guy that hit him with a skateboard that is deceased, he had a, felon, a felonious record. Rosenbaum obviously had felonies. And then I don't remember the last name of the guy that got shot in the bicep that, that took the stand. Um, he had misdemeanors, um, but yeah, they, and so, and, and I actually have an article I, I had set aside for this, but for time constraints, I won't go into it because their criminal histories are pretty lengthy, but the Rosenbaum guy was probably the worst one. He was on footage early on, um, using the N word, like shoot me N word, shoot me. And he's a white guy, by the way. And he's a really short little twerp too. But, uh, so his criminal history, um, and it's all verified. It was uh, five boys ages 7 to 11, um, and uh, anal rape is, is what, you know, uh, in, the, in the, the criminal report. So, yeah, uh, and in addition to a lot of other things. So uh, a, a horrible person, a terrible person. And, and I don't care if it, what anybody thinks. I'm glad the guy's dead. Like, good riddance, dude. You're a very, very dark-hearted, soulless sack of crap. Yeah, so, we didn't lose anything on that day. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're dead, and you're all little communist bastards. Which, kind of to me, my question is, with a criminal history like this, what on earth are you doing out here? What? And so that was one of the things that the prosecution was saying to Kyle Rittenhouse, you had no business here. Well, <laughs> sure, probably not. But what business did these idiots have out there? What for, business quote, unquote, did that guy have out of prison? Absolutely. Well, I, I can take it a step further. What, what, what business did that guy not have swinging from a rope, or, yeah. or sitting in an electric chair? So I believe myself. I did good. <laughs> like no more editing on that one. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, it's 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 a bad situation. I feel I feel bad for 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 Kyle Rittenhouse. Um, and look, dude, the thing is too, man, these celebrities and everything else. Um, and even, you know, I'm not casting judgment on, on Kyle Rittenhouse by any means, dude. Like I was young and dumb. Like I've done so many things that weren't smart and in, in that age. And even beyond that age, uh, thankfully nothing to, like that with a firearm or anything, but, um, dude, we've all done dumb things or things that just weren't well thought out. Uh, and, but, but the, the, the particular scenario that occurred, the Rosenbaum guy was upset when he was dropping the N-word. They kept lighting things on fire, and Kyle Rittenhouse would put them back out. And so he had a dumpster. He was trying to roll into a uh, row of uh, law enforcement vehicles, and Kyle Rittenhouse put it out, and that's when he like the, the exchange took place that, that ended in what, what transpired. And so um, one, one of the things that, that I can't shake, one of my opinions, and just this is just me thinking out loud like always, is – the, the city management, the mayor, whoever the, um, w- would be responsible for getting the National Guard in there um, and, and having law enforcement present to squash what they were doing. It's like this whole idea of this hands-off approach to let these people do these things to get it out. You guys bear some responsibility as the managers because, and that's one of the things that I disagree with you saying that he couldn't get a fair trial there. I, I think there would be, 
I think it might be advantageous to him because the people saw what happened. They don't want those people to come back. A lot of those people didn't reside there. They always come in from outside areas. Some, and, and some of them did live there. Um, but, and, and especially dude, if you see someone like Rosenbaum with that criminal history, get like this guy, you guys both live in close proximity to this town and you take that guy out, dude, I, I, I'm sorry. Like I'm a human being. Like I salute you, dude. I salute Kyle Rittenhouse for off in that dirt bag. I'm sorry. If that makes me up, then fine, so be it. But dude, I, I got no problem with it. And I think that that would translate into probably again, an, an advantage for Kyle Rittenhouse. I, I and yeah. again, that's just me thinking. Yeah, you're I, probably right. That's I don't true. know. I didn't think of it that way, but but uh, now you've got one of these Black Lives Matter leaders, um, you know, on national news saying that if he's if he's acquitted, that they'll riot and cities will burn. Look, dude, you and, and the the terrible thing about it is that guy will gin up that type of behavior. He's nowhere to be found. He's not out on the street looting stores and starting fires. But he's coercing y'all to do it while taking money. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this guy will watch on TV from his penthouse like a villain in a movie while y'all tear shit up. And so it, it's it's uh it's a it's an awful situation, but the media is is largely responsible for all of this. The media has already and dude, the Joe Biden referred to him as a white supremacist. There's zero indication that Kyle Rittenhouse is a white supremacist. He didn't not only that, like the people that are involved were not black. And so the media took that and ran with the idea that he's this white supremacist. So I hope this dude, I, uh, a la uh, Nick Sandman, I think I hope that they he sues the ever-loving piss out of all these bastards for, for libel and slander, just like Nick Sandman did to these news agencies and, and even the president calling him a white supremacist. The, the, this whole, the whole thing with the racial issues, like just like we've, we've saw this evening, is just so far out of hand and so absolutely ridiculous um it, it's never it's never gonna end at this point but what I, well i take that back it is gonna end because when 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 we've gotten to a point with the approval ratings of this administration completely in the basement past the basement the elevator has crashed through the concrete floor and is in the freaking dirt and you're coming around a guy like you said a guy that's quote-unquote chest feeding an adopted baby because he biologically didn't have one because he's a queer saying things like what he said this evening. Like, this is how asinine this got. The roads are racist. The vice president is saying the trees are racist. Where, where I think where, my opinion is, we're, we're about at the end of this cycle with that. People are absolutely sick and tired. And I think that black Americans are probably pretty damn sick and tired of it, dude. You keep selling false bills of goods. Nobody's life change, changes. It always gets worse. And like you've said before, Rex, is that you guys cre keep creating these problems that can't be fixed. And so what we just saw was more nonsensical BS about things that can't be fixed. Racial despair, an environmental racial disparity of trees, uh, environmental justice. That's that's not real. That's not even a thing. Um, you know, over, uh, overpasses built too low. That buzz, this is not real. Not and then you you refer to that as factual because you are in this position. And you refer to that as factual doesn't make it so. Neither does the media saying that he's a white supremacist. Th these things are about to come to an end. They cannot last. They won't last. America's sick of it. <laughs> And I don't think people are going to stand for it, but I I obviously hope the dude's acquitted. Like I, I think that um, he, I think as of right now it looks pretty good that that's what yeah. oh the 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 uh, prosecution well a bunch of bungling morons, dude. And so 
uh, Joey Behar, one of your favorite people, was saying that he's a terrible actor because he got emotional. And, yeah. And I guarantee you, like, and, and look, man, I, well, I can't guarantee the authenticity of, of his, him being upset like that. I guarantee you that kid does, wishes he didn't have to do what he did. And I would I, I would bet money that if he could go back and not be there in that situation, not transpire, he probably would. Although, um, the Josh Rosenbaum guy would still be alive, and that would be a travesty in my opinion. Don't like it, don't listen, so. Yeah, which, and you touched on him getting emotional. Um, LeBron James tweeted out, uh, what tears, question mark. I didn't see one. Man, knock it off. That boy ate some lemon heads before walking out into that court. Yeah. And, which, and, and what I had to say to LeBron James was, shut up and play basketball. Yeah. Aren't you the same idiot that uh, that downplayed when, when the guy said the things about the, the Uyghur Muslims in China and you, you said, oh, you're affecting people's money. There's a lot more to it than just what you think's going on. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, I don't need I don't need to hear anything about anything from you, dude. You're a charlatan, dude. You don't care about slavery. You don't care about none of that, dude. You cared about your money. And you want to knock this kid, dude? Nah, sit in the corner, dude. Yeah. What? What? And they refer to that dude as the king. Is that correct? I don't know what anybody king, refers. King, to. That, yeah, because they call him King James. Mm. Yeah, I call, I'll call him. Sh- yeah, James. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not Rick James. <laughs> so hey, but speaking of Uyghur Muslims and slavery, we have my favorite guy, John Kerry, and I got a video. This is uh, this is John Kerry talking about he, or rather being asked about the uh, the weaker Muslims and the solar panels yet again. This is one of my favorite subjects because this is one of the most stark examples of the latent hypocrisy of uh, you know the, them trying to reconcile. Because this slavery is okay, yeah, for sure. And well, not to mention he holds a one million stake. We've talked about it before on equity fund linked to the weaker labor abuse. So, I mean, you know. You got priorities, dude. So yeah, if if some people it's his bottom line, yeah, I mean, if, if your personal wealth is dependent upon the slavery of other people, and th- and that's the that that's is the absolute actual reality that people don't seem to understand is, I say it all the time, the Democrats have never changed. You're no different than the uh cotton the, the guy that owned the, the plantation back in the day in South Carolina, you know sipping sweet tea on the porch, watching his slaves. And you know, they're going to make some money for me, boy. You know what I mean? You're no different. Like, you just mask it better because that is what they are at their core. Yeah, and, and you don't have to look at it. Absolutely. Well, yeah, it's even better now. Yeah, I mean, it's sure. across the globe, yeah. so you don't, have, you don't actively have to see it happen. Yeah. So it's easy so. to have plausible deniability and absolve yourself from the responsibility of enslaving people. So, Reverso, if you want to hit that. How in your in the several months of meetings uh, behind the scenes with China did you bring up some of those very contentious issues, um, such as use, the use pa- of pause that because I can answer that question zero zero. <laughs> All right, continue. in Xinjiang for uh, for building solar panels. How did you address it, and how did you kind of overcome that in reaching this final? Well, we're honest. We're honest about the differences, and we certainly know. Uh, what they are, and we've articulated them, and but that's not my lane here. That's uh, my job is to be the climate guy. <laughs> be the climate guy. <laughs> I'm the climate guy. That's, that's that's ridiculously funny, dude. We got a freaking bunch of comedians, dude. They think everything's funny. Between the vice president, the idiot, freaking sorry excuse of a fake president, and this idiot, like they're always laughing. What is so funny about that? <laughs> that's not my lane. <laughs> really. 
the press secretary, the assistant press secretary, y'all laugh. These things ain't funny, dude. Maybe to so, you they are because you're tyrants. All right, so it's not your lane. You're the climate guy. So, I mean, appoint a slavery guy, I guess. Yeah. Make that his lane. That's a great idea. That's an absolutely phenomenal idea. I mean, whose lane is it? It's like, well, it's not really my lane. To, well, I know see, that technically what it is that I'm over and the climate and it's supposed to, you know, this is. And, you know, my, my investments, to too, kind of on the side. I'm really yeah. not caring about those, yeah. but kind of maybe I do. And actually, Personal 100% I do. Line. I'm just, yeah, yeah. I know that technically, like, there's a little bit of overlap between the slavery and we're we're saving the world, you know, with the climate, yada, 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 with our solar panels. I mean, technically, there's a little bit of overlap there, but hey, the climate guy. And the reality is, dude, like every villain in every movie, if people, be objective, use your brain. You obviously see what's going on. If you could peel back and see, like, we were honest in these meetings, and we articulated the differences. That doesn't mean anything. That's not an answer. You didn't answer the question. You did exactly what Bill Gates did when they asked about his relationship with Jeffrey Epstein. You laughed and deflected. He laughed at that time, too. What is? Oh. The, I mean, why is everything so funny to you idiots when you get caught? Why? You're all because is it nervous? Is it because you think it's funny? I don't understand. And so, again, if if you were able to peel back and look at those meetings and be a fly on the wall, there was nothing articulated. There was zero honesty in that room. You don't. Dude, you are exploiting that cheap labor just like you keep the border open to exploit cheap labor, which, dude, it could be construed, in my opinion, as a form of slavery to grotesquely underpay these people and let them come here so they can you, you can abuse them financially. That's that's not humane. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so you can circumvent laws that were established to, to be fair, you can circumvent them by bringing bringing people here illegally or doing what you're doing there. And that's not even touching on all the government overreach as far as COVID constrictions, COVID restrictions that doesn't apply to them. And but not only that though, you're saying well, it's not, or rather he's saying, and you you were talking about it's not his lane. Like oh, I'm not the guy. Like you know, that's not my job. Not only whose job is it, but it becomes your job when it's lambasting people, regular Americans about historical slavery that, that occurred here to various degrees of what you can't really determine with, with any certainty because you say it's worse. Some, you know, well, anyway. But you, you want to harp on slavery in the context of, of American history, and you have no shortage of that. You've got that in spades. But when it comes to your bottom line and profiting of modern-day slavery, I uh, mean, I... I don't know about none of that. Uh, we had honest discussion. John Kerry's new title, Slavery Secretary. Oh, dude, yeah, he's a Secretary of Slavery. Yeah, plantation owner, dude. Yeah. And, um, dude, there in this to to take a, a page out of Joe Biden's vernacular, um, or rather to borrow from Joe Biden's vernacular. This is in hyperbole, man. True story, man. This is a real story, man. For real, <laughs> dude. You. You just are, tell the story. If it's for real, you just you just say it. Oh, this is real, and I am going to say it. <laughs> you benefit from modern day slavery. That is in like that is a fact. That's indisputable fact. That is not up for debate. You are benefiting personally from modern day slavery. So I don't like I've said so many times on this show. I don't need to hear the Democrats take on anything that has to do with race or slavery because you're a bunch of freaking hypocrites, dude. And so the way you're treating Chinese Muslims today, Uyghur Muslims today. 
is exponentially worse than the way black Americans were treated then. Uh, or at, at worst, at best, it's the exact same. In, in, any argument there, anybody. No. You know what I'm saying? So I, I just don't need to hear it from you hypocrites, dude. And that's this is probably the most hypocritic administration that I've I've ever ever seen, dude. That this is just I I it's a beautiful thing, dude. Your hypocrisy is beautiful. Keep doing it. Well, that's the thing. Like they they perceive it to be like and we talked about it before, the ends always justify the means with these people and you really can't combat anybody that has that kind of mentality because they're willing to do anything in the name of whatever whatever the cause is that they've taken up this week. And in this particular incident, it's the climate. And you know what? Hey, if we got to have a few slaves to combat the climate, like, well, that's well, just what we got to do. You know, it's not affecting me. We're, we're way over here in America. Like, it's not. We don't have to look at it. So, you know what? It's what we got to do, guys. And it's again, for the good. It's for the the greater good. I I, I could be wrong. I'm not. <laughs> but but this is me again thinking out loud. Think about think about the transfer of wealth right now. So you shut down pipelines that employed Americans in in the name of going green and doing this. So those Americans no longer get those wages. Those companies no longer make those profits. You transferred all that to China. No, well, not all of it, because I used to, a portion of it rather to China. It's, it's going to be a small percentage, but the you know the majority of that the oil that you shut down here is now coming from foreign sources, but still taking American jobs away. But if you had it your way, when you're talking about all the Build Back Better and all the green stuff, you basically want to take as much because they're, they're talking about all these battery powered vehicles and getting rid of coal they're saying all these things you want to get rid of fossil fuels if you had it your way today and you could do it you would flip the switch and take all the americans jobs away because when they're telling you they're going to build back better and there's going to be green jobs these green tech jobs that they've never quantified or described or defined what those are what you want to do is take those american jobs and just like they've done with everything else with automotive manufacturing, the chips that we talk about and, and a variety of other things, you're going to take that, you're going to uproot it, and you're going to plant it right there in those slave labor camps is what you're going to do. That's exactly what you're going to do. And that's a transfer of wealth, and it's stealing from the American people that elected you, to, or, well, not elected him specifically because they didn't elect you or your, the administration that you work for, but you're supposed to be civil servants, and you're supplanting American jobs, and re, you're, you're taking them and putting them in China, period. Is it, I mean, am I, is that wrong thinking? I don't. I, if anybody can call in and have a better description of what they're doing, I'd love to hear it. Amazon buyer. So up next, we've got a clip from the View, uh, everybody's favorite morning show. So since uh, I forget the host name that left, um, it might have been McCain. Was, yeah, I believe uh, that cow. Yeah, I think it may have been. So since Chunky. she <laughs> since she left. They've got a Chumbo. Uh, they've got a fill in. It's uh, Morgan Ortegas, which was part of the U.S. State Department um, during the Trump administration. She's a lot more attractive than Chubbo. Yeah, she's not. She's she's not bad to look at. She's pretty easy on the eyes. Yeah, piglet. Um, so they had Adam pencil neck shifty shift um, on the other day, and of course everybody on the View they throw him a bunch of softballs, uh, except for her. Yeah. So this is. It's a long clip. I think it's somewhere in the neighborhood of about two minutes, but it's pretty good. Um, so here it is. 
So I want to ask you about something that's in the news a lot right now. Um, you've been really prolific over the past few years being the head of the Intel Committee, and you defended, promoted, you even read into the congressional record the Steele dossier. Um, and we know last week the main source of the dossier was indicted by the FBI for lying about most of the key claims in that dossier. Do you have any reflections on your role in promoting this to the American people? Well, first of all, whoever lied to the FBI or lied to Christopher Steele should be prosecuted, uh, and they are. Uh, and <clears throat> unlike in the Trump administration, if they're convicted, they should go to jail, not be pardoned. Mm -hmm. uh, so Donald Trump pardoned Roger Stone for lying. He pardoned Michael Flynn for lying. Uh, if people lied to the FBI, they should go to jail. Um, but at the beginning of the Russian investigation, I said that any allegations should be investigated. We mm -hmm. couldn't have known, for example, people were lying to Christopher Steele. So it was proper to investigate them. And let's not forget what we learned in that investigation. We learned that the Trump campaign chairman, Paul Manafort, was giving internal polling data, campaign polling data, to Russian intelligence while Russian intelligence was helping the Trump and campaign. And to be clear, he was fired halfway through the campaign. Well, he may have been fired, yeah. but the, the effort to get Russian help continued, and even beyond the effort to get Russian help, but you the may president have also spread Russian disinformation get... yourself for years by promoting this. I think that's what Republicans and what people who entrusted you as the Intel Committee Chair are so confused about your culpability in all of this. Well, I, I completely disagree with your premise. Uh, it's one thing to say allegations should be investigated. Can, can you pause that for a second? Boy, his heart rate has increased. His, his little freaking neck is puffing out, like, back and forth. I mean, he's, which, I mean, I would say his eyes are bugging out, but they're always bugging out, and his lips are always pursed. Boy, he, man, I tell you what, dude, if 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 there was a scale on chokeability, man, this, this dude would break that meter. Yeah. I, oh, God, would I love to choke that guy's freaking neck. And he's got such a small little neck. Oh, dude's just begging for a choking, dude. I mean, it's... it's Compared to the size of his head. Oh, it's like a broom handle. Yeah. <laughs> it's awful. Like, it's... It's like a stick horse. Yeah, dude. I, I just... It, I mean, it just looks perfect to grip, dude. Like, it's... Yeah, I bet that feels better to grab than a Mopar pistol grip four-speed shifter. You know what I'm saying? Like... Like the Hurst. Oh, yeah, yeah. dude. It, 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 it's pretty... It, it's chokeable, dude. It'd feel good in your hand. I'd like to grab it. I'd like to wring his neck. But, yeah, he's 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 getting... I haven't watched this because, like, I tried to watch it, and when he during his first response, I turned it off. I can't bear to watch him, but so I didn't realize he was getting this upset. He's he's not happy. Yeah, he's not doing a little giggle. No, like, like John Kerry did. Yeah, he's he's on the defense, dude. Hit it. It's another to say that we should have foreseen in advance that some people were lying to Christopher Steele, which is impossible, of course, to do. But but let's not use that as a smokescreen to somehow shield Donald Trump's culpability for inviting Russia to help him in the election, which they did, for trying to coerce Ukraine into helping him in the next election, mm. which he did, uh, into inciting an erection, uh, insurrection, which he did. <laughs> um, none of that is undercut. None of that serious Back, back that up, Reverso. We got to hear that one more time. We got to hear the erection. What a, what a turd. What the close captions For say? inviting Russia to help him in the election, which they did, for trying to coerce Ukraine into helping him in the next election, mm. which he did, uh, into inciting an erection, uh, insurrection, <laughs> which he did. Um, none of that is undercut. None of that serious misconduct is in any way diminished by the fact that people lied to Christopher Steele. No, I think just your credibility is. No, well, I think the credibility of your question, <laughs> credibility of your question yeah. uh, is in doubt. All right. I have a question. I don't know why there was an applause for that, but so the the... 
the credibility of her question, no, no, it's not. But then this whole insurrection thing, was anybody charged with insurrection? No. Is it, no, okay, that's weird. But the, the thing is, like, even though that steel dossier is completely discredited now, and like she said, one of the main contributors to that has been indicted. So mm-hmm. I- instead of that whole thing being discredited, which it, it is and, and should be, now the guy backs up and he's like, well, people were lying to Christopher Steele. And we couldn't have known that, so it's really still not our fault. And how was and how was Steele involved in all this process? It was because Hillary Clinton paid him and his research for his opposition research firm. And the and the thing is, in my opinion, what they did was form the basis of that dossier off of Hunter Biden's behavior, his actual behavior, and tried to attribute it to Donald Trump. That's my opinion. There's, I mean, pretty much everything that was in there. I mean, he was the one working for the Ukrainian gas, or well, he was the one receiving money from the Ukrainian gas company. He's the one that's been caught multiple times with prostitutes. He's the one that just said Russian uh, agents stole yet another laptop. How many laptops? This guy's got laptops just falling out of his pockets, apparently. (laughs) And so, yeah. But you spent how many millions or billions of dollars? on this Russia, 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 like this investigation and this steel dossier and stuff, and you couldn't go around and confirm or verify or corroborate any of the sources that were feeding Christopher Steele any of his information. And, and they, they know all that, dude. They just have to continue to fool enough, enough of the voters with this nonsense. I can't believe, and the people that... that I, I can't believe that people still fall for this. The people still fall for it probably can't believe that I can't believe that they can't. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But it, it's just, it's sickening, man, because the, it, like you said, the amount of money that's been wasted on this crap show of nonsense, completely irrelevant to keep spinning the wheels so that Donald Trump couldn't fully employ his agenda during his administration because you guys bogged him down with all this stuff over the, the four years that he was in there. And, um, dude, if it, like I said before with um, John Kerry, if you're able to peel back their their disgusting, fake, uh, blatantly fake and obvious facade and look at the inner guts and the real inner workings of what they're doing here, because, I mean, it, Eric, Sw- um, Eric Swalwell, if I'm not mistaken, sits on that same committee, the guy that was having sex with the Russian spy, um, and uh, again, I don't, was she Russian? I thought it was. Fing Fing. Fing. That's why she I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fing Fing China. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I, which we're talking about Russia here, but um, and so Diane Feinstein was also, if I'm not mistaken, on one of the intelligence committees, and she had the Chinese spy driver for 20 years, or, or you know, yes. two decades, I yeah. believe. Um, and there's no telling what kind of what kind of stuff that this guy's been involved in, but. And that's one of the things that, that I'd said on the last podcast, you know, they, they want to, to look at people's personal details of their banking and stuff like that. We need a lot more access as the public to, to what you're doing. Eric Swalwell shouldn't be holding any kind of elected office at this point, after, and neither should Dianne Feinstein. What, what good excuse, after you guys have been compromised at that level, do you have for that amount of time for being able to remain in any kind of elected office? You, you, you're damaged goods. You're absolutely compromised. You need to be removed. And not only that, if let's say in a best case scenario, you're also a bungling idiot that's that's able to be fooled, and you don't know how to prop, properly vet 
your uh, your sex partners or your drivers. So um, there there's no talent. What just looking and it might seem simplistic. Looking at Adam Schiff. Oh yeah, you're 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 absolutely compromised, you little dirtbag. What a <laughs> rat, dude. I'd like to choke that guy. Sing along with the common people. Sing along, and it might just get you through. Sing along with the